Welcome to the podcast of Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. We hope that you enjoy the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. We would turn our, in our Bibles to Matthew chapter 15. We're finishing up this chapter today, Matthew chapter 15. Uh, We'll be beginning in verse 29. If you've looked ahead to see what this passage is about, what we're looking at today is the feeding of the 4,000. Doesn't that sound familiar? (laughs) You know, we we know the story. You know, Jesus um, is there with a crowd of people and He uh, asks His disciples what food they have and they've got... uh, some bread and some fish and he breaks it and he multiplies it and he feeds the whole crowd. I'm like, haven't we heard this before? (laughs) I mean, if you just look back in chapter 14, you have verses 13 through 21 is the feeding of the 5,000. So you've got some scholars who look at this and think, well, they must have recorded it twice. Well, no. I mean, Matthew was there. (laughs) He would have known if it happened more than once. Uh, And also, uh, there are some distinctive differences that we see between them. The setting is different. The number of fish and the number of loaves is different. Um, The number of people is different. All those things are different. So I think we have what what we have here is Jesus doing uh, the same miracle in a different setting. Now, what is there that is different about this? How, how, How am I going to preach this without sounding like I'm preaching the same sermon I preached a couple of weeks ago? I think what we need to do here is focus in on some of the things that are unique to this. Some of the things that are different. Um, and, and I think there, there is something that will rise to the top there that, that we'll see. Yeah, there's, there's, something, there's something here that we didn't see before. Let's go ahead and pray. Or let, I'm sorry, let's go ahead and read our text and then we'll pray. Jesus went on from there and He walked beside the Sea of Galilee and He went up on the mountain and sat down there. And great crowds came to Him, bringing with them the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others, and they put them at His feet and He healed them. So that the crowd wondered when they saw the mute speaking, the crippled healthy, the lame walking, and the blind seeing. And they glorified the God of Israel. Then Jesus called His disciples to Him and said, I have compassion on the crowd because they have been with Me now three days and have nothing to eat. And I am unwilling to send them away hungry, lest they faint on the way. And the disciples said to Him, Where are we to get enough bread in such a desolate place to feed so great a crowd? And Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? They said, Seven and a few small fish. fish." 
And directing the crowd to sit down on the ground, he took the seven loaves and the fish, and and having given thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds, and they ate all, and they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up seven baskets full of broken pieces and leftover pieces left over. Those who ate were four thousand men, besides women and children. And after sending the, away the crowds, he got into the boat and went to the region of Magadan. Let's pray. Father, feed us today by your word. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Your word is nourishment to our souls. Your word helps us to grow into maturity as Christians. Lord, feed us. Give us ears to hear, eyes to see, and hearts to understand and obey. Lord, give me strength and grace as I preach Your Word in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's remember what we talked about last week. Last week, we saw that Jesus had gone into Gentile territory. He had gone to Tyre and Sidon, that region, and there He was confronted by a Canaanite woman. And He did this miracle for the Canaanite woman of of healing her her daughter of a a, a demon she had been possessed by. I think this continues to follow the same theme. It tells us in verse 29, Jesus went on from there and He walked beside the Sea of Galilee and He went up and sat sat down on a mountain there. Now, the Sea of Galilee... Um, the question that we have here is which side of the Sea of Galilee was he on? On the western side of the Sea of Galilee, you have Jewish territory. But on the eastern side of the Sea of Galilee, you have Gentile territory, what they call the Decapolis. There were ten Gentile cities. Um, It was in the Decapolis region where Jesus had healed the man that had lived among the tombs because he had a a demon. This was Gentile territory. So where was he? What what part of the Sea of Galilee was he at? Well, Mark helps us out here. (laughs) Because Mark, if if you go back and read what Mark tells us, it tells us specifically, and, and, and by the way, Matthew and Mark are the two places where the feeding of the 4,000 appears. It shows up, the, the 5,000 appears in all of the Gospels, but Matthew and Mark are the only place where the 4,000 appear. And Mark tells us that it was among the Decapolis. That's where Jesus had gone. That's, he went into Gentile territory. We just saw he was in Gentile territory before, he's still in Gentile territory. Verse 30, and great crowds came to him, bringing with them the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others. And they put them at his feet and healed them. Jesus was doing the same miracles that we've already seen him do 
among the Jewish people, now among the Gentile people. I think that's kind of the point we're driving at here. His ministry had had largely taken place among the Jews. And when he fed the 5,000, it had taken place among a Jewish territory. And the Jews, as they saw that Jesus had healed, or not healed, but had fed these 5,000 people, maybe they could think back uh, to the time when God had fed them with manna in the wilderness. When there was no food, and yet God provided for their needs so that they were all satisfied. Nobody had any lack. And anybody that gathered extra... There was nothing left. They were satisfied. I think what we see in Jesus feeding the 5,000 is how Jesus was doing what God did in the Old Testament. He fed His people. And now, what we're seeing is Jesus goes into Gentile territory and He's doing the same thing for Gentiles as He was doing for Jewish people. That's quite, a, quite an amazing thing. We, we look at it today, 2,000 years later, and we think, eh, what's the big deal? But in the early church, that was a major deal. I mean, in, in Acts chapter 15, there was a big council and a big major decision because they, they wanted to know, do, do, do Gentiles who believe in Jesus have to become Jewish before they can be saved? I mean, this was one of the major controversies of the early church. And what Jesus here is showing is there is place for both Jew and Gentile. There is no uh, distinction between Jew and Gentile. That's what Paul says in Romans chapter 3. There's no distinction between Jew and Gentile. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ. He broke down the wall between Jew and Gentile and He broke down any wall between any class or race of people. We can be accepted by God whether Jew or Gentile, black or white, or brown or yellow, or whatever color we are. We can be accepted by God whether we are rich or poor, young or old, man or woman, anything. And we can be accepted by God. That's one of the things we see here. Jesus came not only to the Jews, but He came to the Gentiles and He healed them. He was doing exactly the same miracles. He was healing the lame, the blind, the the deaf, the mute, all of those peoples. And the crowd wondered. They were amazed. Maybe they weren't, you know, they they had seen Jesus had had done that among the Jews before. Maybe they weren't just amazed at the miracles. Maybe they were amazed that Jesus was doing them for Gentiles too. When they saw the mute speaking, the crippled healthy, the lame walking, the blind seeing, that's what Jesus can do. That's what Jesus can do. He can make the lame walk. He can make the blind see. And they glorified the God of Israel. That's another pointer to the fact that He's in Gentile territory. 
Why would it say, and they glorified the God of Israel, if he was talking about Jews? These were Gentiles. These were Gentiles who were glorifying the God of Israel because Jesus had come to them and He was healing them in their territory. They glorified the God of Israel. If it had been among the Jews that He was doing this miracle, it would have just said, and they glorified God. No, these were people that were, in the Old Testament, looked down on. They were the nations. And here... They glorified the God of Israel. That's a theme we see throughout the Bible. You know, one of the things we see in the Exodus, even in the Exodus, as God does all the plagues upon Egypt, one of the things it says there is He does all those plagues on Egypt so that Pharaoh would know that He is the Lord, that He is God. The, the Gentiles... Those who were not among the people of God, worshiping God and praising Him, that was part of the mission of Israel from all, all, all along, from the very beginning. Let's go ahead and look at verse 32. Then Jesus called His disciples to Him and said, I have compassion on the crowd because they have been with Me three days and have nothing to eat. There's a difference here. When Jesus had healed the 5,000, He had crossed the lake, or crossed the sea, and the people walked on foot all the way around, and they stayed with Him till late at night. And that's whenever He fed them. But here, they had come to Him, and they'd been with Him three days. So there's a difference we see in the different stories. And He had compassion and he didn't want to send them the way hungry, send them away hungry. He didn't want to send them away hungry lest they faint on the way. He cared about them. He didn't want to see them fall away. Verse 33. And so the disciples said to him, "Where are we to get enough bread in such a desolate place to feed the crowd?" And if I were Jesus, I would be like, weren't you awake a couple of days ago? <laughs> Where are we going to get all that food? Uh, you're not getting it yet, disciples here. Didn't you see me whenever I did the same thing? Oh, with 5,000 people? It's a smaller crowd this time. Don't you get it? <laughs> but they asked, where are we going to get all this food? Verse 34, And Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? Who knows? Maybe it started to dawn on them then because He asked the same question He asked before. How many loaves? He said, uh, he said seven. And a few small fish. But he didn't ask about the fish. They must have been, the gears must have been turning. They must have been remembering then because they were like, Oh yeah, oh yeah, fish too. Verse 35, And directing the crowd to sit on the ground, He took the seven loaves and the fish. Having, been, having given thanks, He broke them and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds. Same thing. It's almost exactly the same thing that we see here. Jesus took the seven loaves and the bread, or seven loaves and the fish, 
He began to break them. He'd hand them to the disciples and He never ran out. It's almost like if you go back into the Old Testament and read about Elijah's oil. <laughs> if you don't know that story, go back and read it. Never ran out until there was just enough. He healed, or he gave, he fed all these people. Verse thirty-seven, and they ate, and they were satisfied, and they took up seven baskets of broken pieces left over. We have a difference here. At, in the feeding of the 5,000, we had 12 baskets of fragments. We're thinking that may represent the 12 disciples, but it also may represent the 12 tribes of Israel, also pointing to the fact that the feeding of the 5,000 was something he did among the Jews. But here, it's not 12 that's left over, it's seven. Um, I think it's best to understand that, that that he was saying that this is complete. This is perfect. And he didn't use this symbolic number of 12 because he wasn't working among the Jews. He was working among the Gentiles and he's saying this is whole. The, seven, the number seven would be a, a number of perfection. Verse 38 those who ate were 4,000 men besides women and children. This is even bigger than we often think it is. It's not just 4,000 people, just like it wasn't just 5,000 people before. That's just the men. There were women and children in addition to that. So who knows how big this crowd was? And after sending the crowds away, so he fed them and he sent them away, and then he got into the boat and he went to the region of Magadan. So here's what we see. Jesus was doing the same thing He did for the people of Israel in the wilderness. He fed them miraculously by the hand of God. In the Old Testament, He fed His people by giving them manna. And here, Jesus was feeding His people by giving them fish and bread, miraculously multiplying it. But what we see here could be shocking. This is not just for God's chosen people, Israel, who He brought out of the land of Egypt, but this is for all people. All people everywhere. And the Gospel that we preach and, and, and the, good, the good news that we proclaim, it's for all people. Red, yellow, black, and white. They are precious in His sight. Right? Rich, poor, young, old, man, woman. And He is satisfying. You don't have to be from any particular background, any kind of particular family line. You don't have to be any race, anything. Come to Jesus and be satisfied. Come to Jesus and be satisfied. He can fill your deepest longings. And the deepest problem we have is our sin. 
which separates us from God. He is the answer to that for all of us, whether Jew or Gentile, whether black or white, or any other thing. He is the answer. Many have looked at the breaking of the bread and seen in it a reference to the Lord's Supper. I don't want to go there too much because... I mean, we don't have the drinking of the cup there either. But then also in John, whenever Jesus heals the 5,000, He does talk about the bread that comes from heaven. Jesus is that bread that came from heaven. Jesus is that holy manna that came down to satisfy His people. And how did He do that? He came down from heaven down to earth. He lived among sinful human beings. And He went to the cross to take our place. He went to the cross to die for you. To die for me. He took our place. And all we have to do, we don't have to clean ourselves up. We don't have to you know, try to break all of our habits first. We come to Him. We bow down before Him. We say, I have empty hands. Accept Me on the basis of the blood of Jesus. I have nothing to offer except My sin. Take it and clean me up. And He does it. And He will satisfy us. Doesn't matter what background you're from. Come as you are. Come to Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message from Redeemer Baptist Church in Panama. For more information, please visit us at RedeemerBaptistPanama.com or you can like us on Facebook.